podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. And yes, that's right, it's another of our first look, nearly first look, episodes at the new deluxe expansion, The Path to Carcosa. I'm joined by Peter. Hello, Peter. Hello, Frank. How's it going? It's going very well. Let's dive right in, shall we? Do you want to pick a number between one and five, and that will determine which faction we're going to look at? Okay, let's look at number one. Ah, okay, great choice. Thank you. That thank you. is Mystic. Great, one of my favorites. Now, of my I think you you maybe have glanced already at these cards, so you're not seeing them completely blind, is that That's right? That's right, it, I'm just too keen to look at Mystic cards, so I've, I've actually had a quick look already. But I'll, I'll try and feign sh- as much surprise as I can. Good, good. And way back when, when they first announced the Path to Carcosa, they did, in fact, have an image of the mystic investigator on the very very one of the very first images so we've known for quite a long time who that's going to be and shall i dive in and read yeah please do her card so she is akache on yele the shaman and she's sorcerer treated which we love she has five willpower two intellect three combat and three agility your assets with uses charges enter play with one additional charge on them and her elder sign effect is plus one add one charge to an asset with charges you control i will journey to the lands beyond i do not fear them six health and eight sanity well straight up this is a good stat line for uh, a mystic she's actually got one combat over agnes agnes is on two combat i believe yeah little little boost there. So it's, it's a really nice stat line and obviously having high willpower lets you leverage the mystic's ability to to use other stats in place of or use willpower in place of other stats for sure it the other thing it makes me think with that three combat is uh blood packed and anything that you know mystics sometimes have things that boost combat but anything that they you know if you have a nice starting combat like jim does that makes that all the nicer. With Agnes, you don't always want to be boosting her combat because she's only got two, unless you're using Fire Axe. But with with a three, that seems like a nice starting point. So her, her ability then, this gives all of her spells an additional charge, which which is really nice. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really nice little ability. Consider you're often looking as a way in Mystic to, to preserve charges on stuff like Shriveling. Because once it's, it, they run out, yeah. you're pretty useless. This lets her keep going with those cards uh, a bit longer. So cards that have charges include some of the Shriveling and Scrying from the corset, and then also from early in Dunwich, Rite of Seeking, Clarity of Mind. Song of the Dead also has charges, yeah. which is nice. So it's obviously m- more impactful on the ones which have fewer charges to begin with anyway. So Rite of Seeking is a good example, especially the upgraded Rite of Seeking. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. Which is expensive, and to getting extra uses out of that is really good. It also, if you look at her Elder Sign ability, she adds a charge to an asset with uses, charges on it. And all along, we've we've known that cards like Shriveling, they stay in play even when they run out of charges. Yeah. Unlike some, which get binned straight away. And typically, you yeah. override them next time you play 
an, a, a similar spell. But now, you know, you can keep one of them. If you keep, if you keep one of them hanging around, there's a chance you'll pull the elder sign and get a bonus use of shriveling even after you've you've used one up. When you play shriveling, it costs three and you get four charges. But as a catcher, you get five charges straight away. And if you can draw an elder sign effect in any of the tests that you take with shriveling, that will take you up to six charges for three, which is starting to become incredibly good value. That's one of the strengths of Song of the Dead is that it's cheap and gives you lots of charges. And shriveling is almost competing with that in Akachi's hands. Yeah. So... Do you want to run us through the back of her card? Yeah, uh, yes, let's do it. Uh, so we've got deck size 30, which isn't a given. In looking, bearing in mind some of the yeah, other ones. Yeah. Uh, deck building options, mystic cards level 0 to 5. Neutral cards level 0 to 5. Neither of those are particularly surprising. Cards with uses, charges level 0 to 4. And occult cards level 0. Uh, deck building requirements do not count towards deck size. We've got Spirit Seeker, uh, spirit Speaker, Angered Spirits, and a random basic weakness. Okay. So she's, again, like uh, Mark, obviously building as heavy in a spell, occult, mystic direction. So she doesn't really have a secondary class. No. So her signature card is Spirit Speaker, Envoy of the Elusi. It's a two-cost asset. It's her deck only. It has a willpower, an intellect, and a wild icon. And it's a ritual. And it has a free trigger, exhaust spirit speaker. Choose an asset you control with charges. Either return that asset to your hand, or move all charges from that asset to your resource pool as resources, and discard that asset. Ooh, this is very interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So you've emptied your shriveling, and you haven't drawn your second shriveling and you want it. Yeah. So you can freely bounce shriveling back to your hand and then play it again, reloading it. Yeah. Or yeah. you've put down a scrying for one. Well, yeah. And it's and then... got four charges on it, and you actually just need the money. Yeah. Boom. Straight into your resource pool. Yeah. That's really, and even really Anything with high charges, yeah. Even Song of the Dead, which is two for six. Yeah. Well, Song of the Dead becomes... A better cash then, yeah, because that's giving you four resource and a gain of four resources, and it's a free for one action. Yeah, for the action to play it. Well, that's really interesting. Yeah, I really like this. I think this is really good. Of course, you've got to, you've got to find it, but you've got to find it. You've got to play it for two as well, so it's not it's not on tap. The the thing that I think that's nicest about it is that it gives you a choice, which I know I always bang on about but that there might be some situations where all you want is money and there'll be other situations where you really need to reload a card and this allows you to do that. The other asset that we've not mentioned that has charges is Grotesque Statue. Oh, of course, yes. And that's lovely to be able to... And Grotesque Statue, importantly, says to discard it when it runs out of charges. Ah, right. So being able to bounce it back to your hand, having already used four charges on it because it gets an extra one because you're a catchy, and then replaying it, if you have this down, you could basically have unlimited grotesque statue. Which is good. That's a very good thing. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, th- th- yeah, yeah, th- this is really cool. 
Okay, let's look at a weakness then and see what this... what this... Go on. Right, yeah. so we've got angered spirits. There's obviously a spiritual theme going on with, with Okachi. Okay, uh, it's a weakness, it's a task. Tasks are always tricky. Uh, revelation, put angered spirits into play in your threat area. Free, exhaust a spell asset, move one charge from that asset to angered spirits. Forced, when the game ends, if angered spirits has fewer than four charges on it, you suffer one physical trauma. Well, again, this is it, it slots in. You can see where they were going with this. Yeah, you've got the kind of a catchy mini-game of charges and putting extra charges on things and moving charges around and turning charges into resources or putting charges on on angered spirits yeah yeah i think yeah interesting i think it's it, it's one of the things we have to play with it a bit and maybe see what new cards this uh this campaign yeah. this big box especially throws at us with charges on if you've got a lot of cards with charges a lot of them then this becomes a lot easier because you can maybe do it in a couple of turns i feel like scrying almost becomes an auto-include for Akachi because it's pay one and get four charges. Yeah. And those charges you can then put on to Angered Spirits. Yeah. It's also worth noting that if you draw this later than four turns from the end, you're taking a physical trauma because it's you have to... Unless you, you're exhausting two separate spells to, to get the charges on. If you've only got one spell that you're using to top this up, it's going to take you four turns. And that's, for a physical trauma, that's, that's quite scary. Right, let's move on. The first mystic card is Alchemical Transmutation. It's a one-cost asset and it's spell-traded. Quick, let's go back to our spell episode and change that. <laughs> and it has a willpower icon. It has uses three charges... And it takes up the arcane slot, and it has an action which says, Exhaust alchemical transmutation. Spend one of the charges. Test willpower one. For each point you succeed by, gain one resource to a maximum of three. If any of the special symbols are revealed during this test, take one damage. So, yeah, I think this is good. I think a while ago, it was with my daisy spell deck, I was, I was bemoaning the lack of a... Of a of a spell which gave you resources, I think. Yeah, and here and, it is. And here we have something that can do that. If we look at this in the context of Akachi, which she's got a five willpower base. Yeah. So she's likely to be succeeding in standard by two. So that's gained two resources, which isn't bad. If you do that three times, you've gained six for. Yeah. She can do it four times because she gets an extra charge. Oh, she gets an extra charge, yeah. Four times. And da, 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 da. So that's five actions and one resource to gain eight resources. Which is which is okay, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay, yeah. Yeah. I think the uh, other thing for in terms of a catchy is it's another cheap spell with lots of charges. To bounce around. Likes, because you could... You could also just put this down and have four charges on it and just turn them straight into resources with uh, if you have Spirit Speaker out. I mean, I've got to say, it, at its best, it's a cash. And I, I don't know whether I usually need, you know, three caches or four caches if you're a catchy in your deck, let alone having yeah. two of these and having eight potential emergency caches. But if, if we're running a, a resource-intensive... A, a mystic deck or, or combined mystic deck it's a good target yeah yeah 
spells can be expensive, so having just another way of getting some money is is useful. Forbidden knowledge is is powerful, not just for the ability it gives Agnes, but also just for keeping you financially topped up, as it were. I'd like to see this one in play because it strikes me a little bit like Liquid Courage, where the numbers seem fine, but not necessarily wild about them. And I'd like to see it in play and see if actually it becomes really useful to spend maybe an action every other turn to get three resources. I'm, 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 I'm even not considering the negative side effects where you take a damage yeah, yeah. or, or yeah. where you trigger whatever the, the bad symbol does during the during the scenario yeah it it does it there's a weird for people who played on the high difficulties you notice that any card which gives you gives you things without needing a test becomes better and you would expect flip side is true where anything which gives you something where you have to do a test becomes much harder yeah it feeds in to that idea of the mystic not necessarily just being about damage about damage to enemies at least you can be doing slightly weird, interesting things with Akachi spending the charges for resources or having spells that have lots of charges for just different reasons. And this one is sort of fleshes out that card pool, I suppose. Okay, should we go on to the next one? You're up. So we've got Uncaged the Soul, a zero-cost event. It's not fast, unfortunately. It has two willpower pips. Uh, play a spell or ritual card from your hand, reducing its resource cost by three. Power seized her, made her shudder and spasm, its energy united with hers, and then she opened her eyes. I think, contrary to the last one, I really like this card. Okay, tell me more. If, if, if I may, I'll, I'll, I'll make a brief diversion into Netrunner World, if that's okay. Please. There was a card came out not too long ago called Career Fair, and it, initially it looks like it just gave you... That did something very similar, let you let you play a resource and reduce its it's cost by three so almost like almost exactly the same it seemed okay on paper but when people started playing with it they they realized how good that was because you saved the action to to play the card as well so it was sort of giving you an extra one and also being able to do that because lots of resources have a cost that's three around three you know maybe maybe three or four are the most expensive ones and being able to to play those from no cash let you build yourself out of a hole quite quickly. Yeah. In Arkham, actually, there's there's other reasons to want to keep your your resource total low. Off the top of my head, we pick say fire axe, and there's other cards like that where having yeah. having no resources, specifically no resources, is good. So this card lets you maintain your momentum while you're at a low credit. Uh, a low resource total, rather. Sorry, I'm mixing up my my card game terms now. Yeah. Now that you've done that diversion. <laughs> You're trapped. So, so say, say, right of seeking or or shriveling, even song of the dead. Playing a song of the dead, even if, if it only costs two, isn't a bad use of this card. And on top of all that, it's got the two willpower pips. So, I, I think this is a really, really powerful card. And I think this could even fit in. I think I'd actually take an emergency cash out out of some of our mystic decks, but I think this could this could sit in that slot that people have emergency cash in at the moment. Yeah, I I basically agree with everything good, you said <laughs> the the drawback is exactly as you say that you need both cards in your hand and it needs to come at the right time but one of the things that i think mitigates that drawback is the double willpower icons on this card yeah. 
that if it's late in the scenario and it's it's come into your hand too late, you've already paid for your shriveling or your right of seeking, you can throw this card in for plus two. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I, which feels agree. really nice, really nice. So the, the thing I'm not sure about, and maybe you as the rules guru <laughs> know the answer. So this, this is, when you play this, you're playing an event. Yeah. But if the, sorry, you're playing an asset or an event. If the, yeah. if the asset, well, sorry, if the event you play has an action designator on it, say blinding light. That I don't know. And I was about to say one of the things this card doesn't do is help you with spell events that act as other actions. My understanding is that you would play this because it doesn't have the bold action designator on it. You take the attack of opportunity yeah, yeah. and then you would follow the... Because you normally, you, you, when, you pl- when you use an action to do something which isn't an action designator... You take it before you resolve the effects of the card, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That would be my, my yeah. initial you, reading. You right. pay all costs, then take the attack of opportunity, then uh, resolve all effects. So often the cost is just taking an action. The cost of this card is zero resources and one action. So you, you, you pay that, you take the attack of opportunity, and then you get to resolve the effect of the card, which is playing a spell or ritual card. Uh, little side note: I don't think we've seen any ritual cards yet. Oh well, uh, there's um, Akachi's. Uh, what's it called again? Uh, the spirit. Oh, a spirit speaker ritual. 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 Yeah. <laughs> okay, should we move on to the next one? The next one. This is me, right? This is a three-cost event that is spell traded. Hello, Uncage the Soul. It is astral travel. It has a willpower and an agility icon or icons. And it has the bold move designator, so it's a move action. Move to any revealed location and reveal a random token from the chaos bag. If you reveal any of the special symbols, you must discard an item or ally asset you control. If you cannot, take one damage. Flavor text. Extra dimensional travel had its risks, he knew. But who could resist the frontiers beyond time and space? Well, I I quite like the... The revealing of this special icon, it feels like whatever he was carrying with him or whoever was coming with him has just dropped out of existence (laughs) as he's travelled to the astral plane. I don't mind if you're playing Mystic and you play this and lose an arcane initiate or something like that to it. That seems fine. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you're playing Mystic and the item you use is a grotesque statue, that feels a lot less good. Yeah. Oh, this is again. This is this is an interesting card. I guess it's a bit like elusive, but without requiring the end location to be free of an enemy. Yeah, that's that's a really nice point. Yeah, but costs one more and isn't fast. So yeah, I think yeah. I think it's good. I think it's probably a lot more useful in certain scenarios than it is in others. In in theory, it is a good target for uncaged soul. That's right. Because you're you're paying zero to move anywhere with the slight risk of damage or losing an item. I mean, if we look at scenarios like Carnival of Horrors, yeah, it's really good on that, obviously. Elusive's almost a must-include at the moment, yeah. but yeah, any other... Mo- generally, but we look at, movement is useful. We look at something like Essex County Express. It's a lot less useful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the classic it, 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 movement abilities are useless yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that might... You might occasionally need to jump back, say, if uh, fighting... Uh, um, no, what's it called? Um, Izzy. Searching for Izzy appears at the end of the... Oh, actually, no, that, that, that doesn't matter because it just disappears, doesn't it? Say a yeah, passenger appears yeah. behind you, then you can jump backwards, but you could just move, you know? Yeah. If you 
yeah, it's just it's just that flexibility. It is a steep cost for for that flexibility, but this really rounds out. We now have spells that help you evade, investigate, fight, and now we also have a move one, and we also have a spell to help you get resources. Yeah. So the the puzzle is going to be working out how many you take, and and also the edge cases where this might be really useful in someone else. I can't think of anyone at the top of my head, but there might be someone. Okay. I know it's good in. Yeah. Stefana Russo. She likes events to put ah, underneath her yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. She's got enough money yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. That's quite thematic for her as well because she's a, she's like a. She travels to other worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Through paintings. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Well, I like it in here. I and don't know the last I like card, it. I Peter. Yeah. Is it me or is it you? Yeah, it's you. Yeah. It's me. Okay. It is. Uh, oh, uh, spirit Athame. Athame. I think Athame or Athame. I, I don't know this word. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and see if it's we both rush to Google. And Athame or Athame is a ceremonial blade. Well, okay. Anyway, however you Here say it, <laughs> it is a three cost asset, one experience pip, one combat pip. It is an item relic weapon melee, and it has it's a hand slot has two abilities. First is a free trigger. During a skill test on a spell card, Exhaust Spirit Athame, you get plus two skill value for this test. Uh, the other mm. is Action Exhaust Spirit Athame, Fight, you get plus two combat for this attack. So, yeah, it okay. seems good. It's, it's, a, it's a plus two skill value for a test for, you know, basically plus two willpower once, once yeah. a turn. Or can help you fight in a pinch. Yeah. Doesn't give you any extra damage, which isn't nice, but does get you up to a if you're Jim or Akachi you're fighting at five that's pretty yeah good. even Agnes is at four so it, it it fills the role I guess of like a knife against or lets you fight the smaller enemies like rats without worrying about yeah. wasting shriveling charges yeah a bit yeah. like Song of the Dead I guess yeah I you know what I this really makes me think of is Blood Pact because it can boost your willpower and it can boost your combat but it's obviously not a permanent, and it costs three to play and an XP, but it gives you these two two different options for what you want to boost, and it seems like they're boosting the same things. It's a, I, I find it a really fascinating card. I, I'm sort of looking forward to trying it out in Jim. It makes him a really nice spellcaster and gives him that support. Mm-hmm. It'd just be the case of actually drawing it and playing it, which is the challenge. Yeah. I suppose also if you have it out early and you're using it for anything like alchemical transmutation, if you know that that's the only spell check you're going to take in your turn, it's just almost almost guaranteeing that you get the maximum resources from your charges, which is nice. Because I don't know if you'd want to throw in a guts or anything else with a couple of willpower icons to make sure that you pass an alchemical transmutation test by the the maximum but with something like this where you're not throwing it in you're just just uh, exhausting it for the boost yeah it's it's nice okay i think that's about everything i was going to say on this thank you very much for listening thank you so much yeah and uh, join us for the next the next investigation